Welcome to Laquita's Toolbox, where we deliver relevant content in the form of tools that empower entrepreneurs to elevate personally and professionally. Good is only good until greater is envisioned. You know there's another level in you. Here we discuss the tools to get you there. Lean in as Laquita and her guests present you with strategies and insight for unlocking your full potential to realize your boldest dream. Welcome back to another amazing episode of Laquita's Toolbox. I am your host, Laquita Monley, and I'm excited, y'all. I am super excited about today's conversation. I have in the studio with me the amazing Mrs. Robin Wilson, and she's going to get into some good stuff with us today, y'all. So those of you that are followers of Laquita's Toolbox, you already know, get something to write with and something to write on because our guest this e- tonight is going to give us some great, great value. But before we get into the conversation with Miss Robin, let me take a moment to thank our sponsors and they are Covenant Press. Covenant Press is a faith-based Christian apparel and accessory shop where we as believers can shop online for clothing and accessories that allow us to wear the message of the love of Jesus Christ. Go out to www.covenant-press.com. Again, that's www.covenant-press.com. Shop until you drop, ladies and gentlemen, but do not click off of those pop-ups too quickly because those pop-ups contain a code. And you can place that code in the appropriate place at the checkout to receive some amazing discounts and savings from Covenant Press. So again, that's www.covenant-press.com. Listen, we're going to have some good conversation tonight, y'all. We're going to have some good conversation, some exciting conversations, the continued conversation, because we were before the broadcast in the, in the studio, we were just having, as they say from the South, we were having a time and a time. Yes. (laughs) We were having a great time and it's like, Oh, wait a minute. You know, we got the podcast coming. (laughs) Right. Right. How are you doing? Dr. Molly? I am doing great woman of God. How are you? I am doing great. I am doing great. I'm so glad to be with you today. And thank you for having me. Yes, no problem. I appreciate your yes, Queen. I appreciate your yes. So for real quick, though, take a time, introduce yourself to the audience, let them know who you are and all of the fabulous things that you're doing. Yes, well, I am a full time entrepreneur, children's author, motivational speaker, wife and a world traveler and i am excited to be here today to talk to you about my entrepreneurial journey and just the lessons that i have learned through this journey of full-time entrepreneurship i'm the owner of robin wilson educational consulting llc which is a nonprofit consultant practice in the state of Michigan. I'm originally from Inkster, Michigan, and a graduate of the University of Michigan, Go Blue. And I am also the proud owner of Heritage Home and Garden LLC, which is a woman-owned, family-led company that grows sustainable, fresh produce locally and creates high-quality greeting cards and home decor. Listen, 
the woman of God is a woman of many talents and many hats. You know, the, the theme, the, the motto of the podcast is that, you know, I endeavor to bring on guests and to have shows and content that allow our listeners to receive implementable tools that help you grow personally and professionally. And that is absolutely what Miss Robin is going to do for us tonight. Sis has some amazing gems that she's going to share. Author, speaker, educator, gardener, like wife, mom. Listen, she is a woman of many talents. And we're going to talk about um, how we met and, you know, what her entrepreneurial journey is like. And I had the pleasure of meeting her last year. It doesn't seem like it's been that long, does it? No, it's like, it you know, doesn't. it's like a it, I think this is our year anniversary. It <laughs> is. <laughs> it is. Well, happy anniversary, girl. Happy anniversary. <laughs> and you and you have definitely since we've graduated from the National Entrepreneurs Association um, entrepreneur boot camp, which is how we met. You have also gone on to graduate to other levels. So I just I'm intentionally referring to you as Dr. Monley. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Listen, it's because it's all about growth and, and that that experience that we had uh, in the boot camp for non- National Entrepreneurs Association was wonderful. And I, I want to take a moment and just to thank those Dr. Um, Allen and everyone who work so so tirelessly in that organization to provide some great value but I want to make sure we put special emphasis on the small business cheerleader Miss Tisha yes. Hammond yes <laughs> yes were it not for Miss Tisha we definitely would not have been connected because that's how I it was through Tisha that I found out about NEA and the opportunity to join boot camp and I believe that uh, she shared the information with you as well that's right. She did. That is how I, I learned about the opportunity as well. And Tisha has been a cheerleader for me and my process to transitioning into full-time entrepreneurship. As you know, she's known as a small business cheerleader and that's exactly what she does. She's, she, she lives that. She yes, lives she that, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's important. That was one of the things that we were even discussing uh, before um, we jumped into the podcast is having the correct heart posture when you are serving those that you've called to serve, whether it's through your for-profit organization or through your nonprofit organization, that right heart posture to serve definitely shows up in everything that you do and your ideal client not only are they attracted to it, but that's the thing that's going to cause them to be your cheerleader and your biggest advocate and your brain advocate. And so we'll, we're definitely going to make sure we jump into that. But before we do and continue into this great conversation, I want to take a moment just to thank our listeners because it is the support of the listeners of Laquita's Toolbox is the reason that uh, we're able to continue to bring you great content week after week. And so I want to thank our listeners. And if you are new to the podcast, we appreciate you for taking the opportunity to tune into this episode and hope that you will go ahead and hit that like, share, and subscribe button on your favorite podcast listening platform so that you can receive the notifications of when new episodes drop every Tuesday. So 
uh, if you have not subscribed, go ahead and click that subscribe button. Leave us a star rating and a written review. Those star ratings and written reviews are more valuable than gold to a podcast. Amen. You know, those comments, especially those comments help us to understand if we are actually reaching our target, if we're hitting our goal of providing great content. And if we're not hitting our goal, your constructive uh, feedback lets us know what we need to do to improve so that we can continue to bring quality content. So again, thank you to those of you that are uh, continued supporters and new listeners. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button on that favorite podcast listening platform so that you can tune in and get great episodes week after week. But Miss Robin, you know, when we met through NEA, you were a full-time educator. And I, I believe that as an educator, you'll always be a full-time educator, whether you're in or out of the classroom. But yeah. at that time, the thing that just made me smile was not just the fact that you were an educator, but you called your students young scholars. And yes. I was like, wait, that's so amazing. <laughs> yes. I, I still refer to any young person that I teach as young scholars. And it was the language that was used in the school that I taught in. I taught at the Foreign Language Immersion and Cultural Studies School in Detroit, and it was a part of our school culture. We always referred to our young students as young scholars. And so I say that even now, um, because I believe that young people, they have a body of knowledge, they're building their knowledge, but they still have a body of knowledge and they're capable. And I believe that when we speak to our young people in a certain way, we're helping them to see themselves in a certain way too. And when you see yourself in a certain light, you mm -hmm. behave that way. You yes. start to speak that way and act that way. And I think that it's all a part of building up our our young people, not only as learners, but also as individuals. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's 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 building them up. It's definitely right. building them up. If if they're receiving positive affirmations and positive declarations over their life, just the way negativity impacts us negatively in our thinking, that that positively positivity, I cannot talk, builds them up. <laughs> you got it. Yes, I hear you. Yes, so that they can, you know, walk in that greatness that's already on the inside of them. And that thing, every time I heard you say that, it just made me smile because that is exactly what they are, young scholars. And I know that had to make a kid feel wonderful to hear themselves addressed as a young scholar like they had to bring big smiles to their faces all the time you know I still stay in touch with some of my parents and young scholars I actually have two parents that follow me on social media and they reach out to me periodically even today and so it does make me feel good to know that the time that I did spend in the classroom that I had an impact. Mm -hmm. And even now that I am in full-time entrepreneurship, as you mentioned earlier, I still am an educator. I still yes. am a teacher and that's not going to change. And I think that, you know, one thing that I think about and, and thought about before even transitioning out of the classroom is that 
being a teacher, you can be a teacher in different settings mm, and spaces. Yes. You do not have to simply be in the classroom to be a teacher. And so even in my businesses, I still teach in different ways. Uh, in my company, Heritage Home and Garden, I lead different classes in the community to teach young people as well as as adults how to make greeting cards, handcrafted greeting cards. And I also teach writing through my business, through my consulting practice, Robin Wilson Educational Consulting. I just recently taught an online reflective journaling class. And so I still teach. I just yes. teach in a different setting. In a different setting. Listen, That's that, right. that is so wonderful. You know, I, I wanted to make sure that I gave special, give, give you an opportunity to give special emphasis on what you did in your nine to five, because sometimes, uh, you know, in this entrepreneurial world, sometimes some people can try to belittle a nine to five. Let me say it like that. Like, you know, if you are an employee, you suck. Like if you're an employee, you're not doing greatness. Like you haven't reached your, you know, you don't, you haven't tapped into your greatness. You're missing out on your wealth and all of that jazz. And that's just not true. That's just that's not right. true. You know, what you do in your nine to five brings value. That's it right. brings value to you. It brings value to um, the people that you're serving in your nine to five, whatever it is. There's no one thing that's better than the next. It's all dependent upon your mindset and the reason behind why you're doing what you're doing. And so that is that I really wanted to um, to share that and, and allow you to share that because the success that you had in the classroom, those young people would carry that for the rest of them li their lives. And so you can't say that you hadn't reached a level of success. Like that would be insane to imply that. And now yeah. that you've transitioned into full-time entrepreneurship, um, we definitely, I want to hear you talk about what that transition looked like, you know, because when we met, you were still full-time teacher and you were, you know, part-time entrepreneur and your yeah. desire then was like, I want to be full-time. We've That's had right. that conversation a few times. Like, I want to be full time, but I want to make sure that I do it at the right time. Um, yes. Because you love what you did as a teacher. And That's right. It's a part of who you are, and you are still doing that. And so, what did that transition look and feel like for you when you said, okay, it's time to make that shift? Like, talk to us a little bit about that, how you identified it. And what are some of the things you did to prepare to make that transition smoothly? Well, I'm glad that you brought up the fact that our nine to fives are are not insignificant because I think that sometimes in the business community, especially among full-time entrepreneurs, there, there can be certain perceptions that we have about individuals who are working full-time and, and running their businesses part-time. But I believe that everything that I've done up to this point has been training ground for the work that I'm currently doing. So wherever you're called to in whatever season you are in your life, it is a time of preparation. And so I can truly say that my walk towards full-time entrepreneurship was one that was intentional. I prayed 
about it. I talked it over with my husband because we all need support, whether you're married or not. We all need support. And when you are an entrepreneur, whether you are depending on support from family, community resources, you are going to need a support system in place as you make your transition into full-time entrepreneurship because it is a lot of responsibility. It's a lot of responsibility to be a teacher uh, in the classroom, but it's definitely a lot of responsibility to be a full-time entrepreneur because as you build and as you scale your business, you're going to have not only the administrative tasks that need to be done to build your business and to grow your business, but you're also going to have the responsibility of managing others. And so a lot of the lessons that I learned in the classroom and even in my more than 10 years of working around literacy in the community has really helped me in terms of my transition because I've been able to connect with people who have been very supportive of me. Mm-hmm. And it has not been a straight road. <laughs> um, <laughs> there there have already been some some ups and downs, but because I do truly believe as a as a Christian, I do truly believe that I'm where God would have me to yeah. be. Everything is working out for my good. It, it everything doesn't come easily <laughs> and, and everything isn't always straight, but everything is working out because I took time to really think through the transition. I had the support of my husband. I still have his support and I'm doing the work that I feel called to. Called to. That that's that's the important part right there. You know, the work that you're doing, is it in alignment? Um with the purpose and plan that God has for your life. And, and because you, because that is the case for you through the ups, through the downs in the valleys, you know, on the Mm -hmm. mountaintops, the Lord will give you what you need to maintain consistency as well as, you know, to grow. And so that that's a beautiful thing. Thank you so much for sharing. Listen, guys, Laquita's toolbox is looking for guests. I'm always open to amazing guests uh, that have a a great story to share. If you are interested in becoming a guest on Laquita's Toolbox, the podcast or the live stream, go out to my website, uh, click on uh, the podcast tab, scroll to the bottom and you'll see a book now link. Schedule a 15 minute or less Zoom call with me so that we can discuss you know, the value that you have to add, the value that I have to add to make sure that um, a becoming a guest on the show is in an alignment with uh, with our desired audiences. So uh, go out to www.laquitamonley.com to the podcast tab and book a 15 minute uh, call with me and let's discuss the possibilities of you becoming a guest on Laquita's Toolbox. And to those 
to those of you, excuse me, I can't get my words together tonight, Robin. I don't even know what's the problem. <laughs> I oh, hear God. you. We all hear you. <laughs> <laughs> to, <laughs> to those of you that have been avid supporters of Laquita's Toolbox, again, we appreciate your support. Your financial contributions allow us to continue to create great content that inspires not only you, but other people around the world with uh, tools that will help them grow personally and professionally for little as a cup for the price of a cup of coffee. You can be a supporter of Laquita's toolbox. Hit my buy me a coffee link that you will find in the show notes, uh, show notes of this show to become a supporter of Laquita's toolbox podcast. But listen, Robin, there's so, so, so much that we can unpack about the transition from full-time W-2 to full-time entrepreneur. And one of the big things that we talked about was the mindset. And you've even, we dibbled, like stuck our toe in it for a minute right then. But let's, let's go a little bit deeper because transparency for myself, we understand, okay, we met in the NEA class and the, the emphasis there was in a lot of different areas. And I really love that the first thing we talked about was the mind, the mindset. And that's right. I remember that's, that. That's so necessary because oftentimes we think it's the money. The money is important. Mm-hmm. Having the financial resources you need for your business and your home is very important. But if your mindset is not where it needs to be in a healthy place, then that won't matter. That's right. That won't matter. And I was saying, you know, full transparency. When I first started my entrepreneurial journey, well, I won't say when I first started. Mm -hmm. Let me say in 2017, (laughs) because my entrepreneurial journey started before then. In 2017, I didn't count the proper cost of what my mindset needed to be. And so I was counting the finance and I had the finance, but I didn't have the mindset. And I flopped. I didn't just fall. I flopped. <laughs> I, I flopped in a major, major way. And it's because I did not count the cost. I did not understand the importance of having the correct mindset. And that's something that we talked about a lot in NEA. That's something that you and I, because we became accountability partners. That's and right. that was something we talked about a lot, you know? And so just, you know, if you could go a little bit deeper into that for, um, for the listener, the importance of what your mindset needs to be and how can you even, you know, we may have listeners are saying, okay, well, what you talking about? What does that mm-hmm. mean? What, you know, what they got to do with the tea in China? Go ahead and, and if you will, talk to us a, a lot more about that and why it is so very important for the success of your of your business. Absolutely. One of the things that I work with young scholars on is identifying their purpose, working towards identifying their purpose. And I would venture to say that in terms of mindset, even as adults and as business owners, it is so important to understand your purpose. And I think that when you understand your purpose in life and you have a clear vision for the impact that you want to have in the marketplace, then that's one of the first steps to being successful 
And I know that for me personally, God has endowed me with different gifts. He's endowed me with gifts to write, to teach. And what is common among all of the gifts that God has given me, even the creativity that he's endowed me with, is that I have an opportunity to edify and build up others through my speaking, through my writing, the things that I do, such as my my teaching when I'm teaching an online class. But that doesn't necessarily mean that every opportunity that I'm presented with is what God would have for me. So as a faithpreneur, as a as a woman of faith, I'm always not only looking at different opportunities that I'm receiving or that I'm considering from the standpoint of does it align with my business mission and my personal mission for the season that I'm in, but I also seek God on the different opportunities that I'm being presented with because I had an opportunity presented to me last year to write a chapter book. And it was an opportunity that I was excited about because I would have had the chance to interview graduates of Ivy League universities who were, you know, who were young scholars of color. And I just wanted to do this project. I'm telling you, I I did. But ultimately, after several meetings and praying about it and also seeking counsel regarding uh, certain things, I knew that that God was just saying, no, this is this is not the opportunity that I want you to say yes to. And I let the the prospective client know and and they understood. But some people on the outside, if they had known, probably looking in, <laughs> would have said, that's a couple thousand dollars worth of, of a contract. <laughs> what are you doing? You know, because it, it was a large contract. It would have been for a whole year that I would have worked on this this project. But I knew that it was not the right fit. It mm-hmm. it, it it looked right on paper, mm-hmm. but everything that took place, you know, mm-hmm. leading up to the signing of the the contract, which we we did not sign the contract, but it just it, it was not in alignment. Mm-hmm. And so I I chose to be obedient and I chose to say no. But God has still worked things out for my good. And as I share with you earlier, you know, when you're on your entrepreneurial journey, and I know I don't have to tell you this, but I'm just sharing this for the listeners, is that your path is not go- always going to be straight. Mm. You know, <laughs> And sometimes <laughs> the plans that you have well, sometimes God is laughing at us and Come like, on now. you know, like that, that's your plan. But like that's, that's real cute plan. what you're thinking. That's right. <laughs> so where am I going with this? To my second point, I think in addition to learn, in addition to learning and knowing your purpose and being in alignment, 
you need to have a flexible mindset. Yes. Because when you're rigid and don't get me wrong, it is important to have a plan. Mm -hmm. I I definitely believe in, in writing the vision and making it plain. However, a large part of having a plan is making sure that our plans are aligning with God's will for our lives and in the given seasons that we're in in our lives. And so sometimes God will say yes. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes He'll like with it. my contract, you know, <laughs> opportunity for the book, God will say no. Yeah. And the question really is, who are you going to trust? Are you mm. going to trust God or are you going to look at your circumstance and say, but I need this money. So yeah. <laughs> I'm going to sign this contract <laughs> and I know that God is saying no. And you know what? You can go on with your bad self and you can mm-hmm. sign the contract or contracts. But if God is not saying yes, you can't ask God to bless something. He never said That yes he didn't tell to. you to do. Come on now. That's right. You know, Listen, my grandmother says, has always said for as long as I can remember, she said, God, man can plan, but God will definitely unplan, you know, because you planned it does not mean he has to come into an agreement with. And I I love the fact that you pointed out alignment, the things, everything that's good is not of God. Let me say that again. Everything that is good is not of God. And your willingness to look at that and say, is this in alignment with what I am supposed to be doing and how I'm supposed to be doing it, no matter what those dollar signs look like. And when it did not align, you allow God to close that door. But the doors that opened up as a result of your obedience, I was over here about to shout before the show, because come on now. (laughs) <laughs> yes, that's right and the way he did it it's like you know the scripture tells us the blessings of the lord maketh us rich and addeth no sorrow that's right no sorrow and and let's be clear rich doesn't just mean money it does that's not right. just mean fiat currency that's it right. means so much more than that and in that i'm, I'm going to assume Jump in here in any minute and tell me if I'm wrong. When you allowed that door to close, you went from the one thing that you desired to three of the things that you desired, right? Like you went from, I want one plot and I got three plots. I want one plot to feed my family. And the guy said, nah, it ain't going to be enough. You're dreaming too small. He gave (laughs) you three plots because you had some supermarkets to fill. Praise God. (laughs) That's right. You know what, Dr. Monley? After I said no to the book contract, God gave me a whole nother business. Now I still have my educational consultant practice, but I went on the following month, I formally incorporated my second business, which is Heritage Home and Garden, because I received a request from a local cafe to make a delivery to uh, their to their location in Detroit. And the way that that came about was simply because a customer that came to the marketplace where we started off last August said to me, 
do you plan to continue to grow your produce? And I said, yes. And he said, well, my father owns a grocery store, a local grocery store. Is it okay if I pass your information on to my father? I'm telling you that I had a vision to sell my produce at market. I knew that even when I learned that I was approved for the plot on the hill, you know, that I wanted to use the overflow to sell at market to, to save up money to buy more land. But I just did not envision that making deliveries to, you know, uh, local stores that just, it was like, God was like, yeah, that's good. You know, you, you, you want to take the overflow to the local farmer's market, but uh, I'm going to give you something more. <laughs> and so, you know, going back to being open to the plans that God has for us, you know, my background, again, is in education. I've worked in education for more than 10 years, more than 10 years in the community around literacy and then later in the classroom. But one of the things I can say as it relates to mindset, Dr. Monley, is being a lifelong learner for mm -hmm. me and having a growth mindset has been significant in mm -hmm. a lot of different aspects of my life because even though I have a passion for gardening, last year, if you would have said to me in January of last year, you're going to end the year with three plots of land in another business, I would have said, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you know what? The God is good like that. And uh, he knows the desires of our hearts. And I definitely had the desire to, to have land. And he knew that about me. But I just didn't know that it was last going to be last year during that season that God was going to open up all of those doors. So if I would have said yes to the book contract, I, I don't know if I would have had space in my schedule and in my life to have three plots and make produce deliveries. And now we have our <laughs> greeting cards, you know, the hand crafted greeting cards that I make are carried in the Ellen K. Rod Gallery gift shop in Detroit. And we're currently expanding our, our greeting card line and expanding into other stores. And so I don't know if I would have had the space and the time mm -hmm. to focus on all of the things that I've just shared with you, in mm -hmm. addition to doing educational consulting, if I were working on a chapter book. Right. Because even in that, you know, God birthed a whole new business that opened up multiple streams of income, That's but right. yet he did not detract from your Robin with some con educational consulting because right. you're still consulting. You were still being invited uh, ironically back into the school system to That's teach right. courses and modules like your no to the thing that didn't align that had the nice dollar signs mm -hmm. opened up multiple doors with a new business but you are still 
adding, it didn't take away from the consultant. You're still consulting and you're being asked back to places where you've done an amazing job in your teaching, in your consulting, in your building of of young people. So don't chase the money. Let the money chase you. And it will. It will. It will. That's right. It will, because you know what, when you're serving others and you're meeting needs, you, you're you always going to have business because mm-hmm. people know that you are adding value. You mm-hmm. are, are, are filling a void and, and filling in a gap. And I think that what I've learned and what I'm still learning is that even when things don't always make sense to me, that if I show up Mm -hmm. and say yes to the things that God is asking me to do, he's always going to make a way. Yes, You know what? His word is true. He is not a liar and he, and he is bound to his word. So if, if he tells you to do something, even if, it doesn't quite make sense to you. Mm-hmm. Be obedient yes. because uh, I'll give an example. Recently, I was asked to, through my educational consulting practice, I was asked to lead a course online and I taught a class online. We had a, a few young people who registered for the course, but we did not cap you know, reach the the cap number uh, that we had set aside for for the course. The nonprofit organization contacted me to let me know that. And they asked me if I still wanted to lead the class. And so I said, yes. And I'm so glad that they allowed me to still teach the class because we had one young lady, a ninth grader who showed up in the class and the director of the nonprofit organization, she sat in on the session and I was able to pour into that that ninth grader and to that young lady. And by the time that we ended our, our session together, it was an hour and a half long session together. She told me that she really got a lot of value out of our time together. The following day, the director emailed me a letter that had been sent to her by the young girl's grandmother. And the grandmother explained that the class had really impacted her granddaughter in a positive way because she said that she was walking taller and that she was speaking more positively about her future in a way that she had not before. And that was just one day. One day, yeah. And one one and a half hours together. And so I share that to say, as we are talking about leadership mindsets and growth mindsets, part of, of our ability to have an impact comes from not measuring our success based mm-hmm. on Oh, I've reached, I've I've sometimes heard people say, I've spoken to more than 50,000 people around the world. And sometimes we get really impressed with things like Mm -hmm. that. And 
don't get me wrong. You know what? I think it's wonderful when God gives us opportunities to have a, a mass influence on other other people. Mm-hmm. But even if you don't get to speak to 50,000 plus people, if God gives you an audience of one, mm-hmm. show up. Show because up. Because yes. you don't know what you can pour into that one person and how it will have a ripple effect, not only in their lives, but in the lives of others because of the transformation that is occurring within them because you were obedient because you said yes to the assignment. So whether the assignment is to speak to one person or to speak to 50 plus, you know, thousand people, (laughs) you know, it's like understanding that having a mindset of humility as Mm -hmm. well is really important to your success, not only in business, but also in life, because Mm -hmm. if you approach serving others from the standpoint of how can I, how can I add value to this person? How can I have an impact, a positive impact on their life? Then, as you mentioned, Dr. Monley, you know, currency is not always green. And sometimes, you know what, it might just be the fact that you had an impact on on one young person's life and the organization was appreciative. So then they referred you to another organization because they're like, wow, you know, you, you have to have her come and facilitate, you know, a course for, for you because this is what happened, yes. you know? And so you're right. You know, sometimes we, we look at currency as being green, but it's not always mm-hmm. green. Mm-mm. You know that th- the success in that was you bless that young lady's life. Mm-hmm. That's the success, you know, and in such an amazing way that her grandmother noticed it immediately. Like it changed her. What you said, what you poured out, that was the thing that you were called to do that day. That was your divine assignment that day. Right. And that was the that was the success that young lady transforming her thinking and and helping her to step into her greatness. That was that was that's the payday. If I could say it like that, that was that's the right. payday. I mean, that's like right. that was the payday. And the currency exchange was that the director saw that the grandmother saw that the grandmother's probably singing your praises today still. The director is probably today still singing your praise. Matter of fact, you know that that person is because they've referred you to That's other right. organizations That's right. that will continue to refer you to more and more. So again, closing that one door opened up so many other doors to where I, you know, I ain't never wanted to count somebody else's coins, but I'm going to go ahead and say that that payday on that contract cannot compare. That's right. <laughs> That's I cannot right. Compare to the paydays that have resulted. That's right. And that came about as a result of you saying no when you needed to say no. So that That's when God says no and closes one door, his opportunity in his yes and other spaces is so much greater. That's right. 
Amen. Yes, that's that's so true. And so I I think that when as I move forward in my entrepreneurial journey, the lessons that I've just learned from even the past six to seven months is just, you know, trust God. It's not always easy. Sometimes you are going to look around you and you will see other people are at different points in, in their journey. But the other advice that I will offer to listeners is don't compare. Don't mm. compare your journey to someone else's because God has you on your own individual journey. Mm-hmm. You have your own unique calling. And I always um, seek to surround myself with other people who are um, edifiers or encouragers. And so we, we know Dr. Molly, we know several women, you know, within, within our community who have businesses and who are Christian, uh, business women. And I'm really thankful for our Christian business women leading Bible study group, because yes. that has been a real encouragement to me as well. I have formed, not only friendships, but sisterhoods with women within our Bible study, including yourself. And you encourage me. You encourage me because we need others, as I mentioned earlier today, to walk alongside us and to give us guidance at, mm-hmm. at different points. It doesn't matter how long you have been on your entrepreneurial journey, whether you're starting or you're 20 plus years in, you can always find someone else who you can learn from. Yes. And in fact, I would say if you ever reach the point where you feel that you no longer have to learn anything, that's a scary place to be. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Because we should be ever learning. That's right. As long as the Lord gives us the ability to draw breath and to have the activity, you know, and function of our mind, we should forever uh, be students of learning and growing and wisdom in every aspect of our life. And so I, I, I totally agree with that. We, if you find yourself in that type of mindset, go ahead and get a quick repent in. That's right. A heartfelt repent in. That's right. Because everybody is in a place of learning. If you have found yourself in the company of some individuals who feel like that they cannot be taught a thing, that's a dangerous company to keep, baby, and you need to move around. That's right. That's right. Because we all can learn something new every day. And you know what? Even from not just from people who are our age or older than us, I would even venture to say even from people who are younger than us. Yes. Children could teach you some amazing things. Let me tell you that. That's right. Yes, they can. They can teach you some amazing things. And and I'm going to share a story. And it has nothing to do with entrepreneurship. But it was a lesson that my son taught me. My oldest son, he was in, I think, middle school at the time. I can't remember exactly how old he was. And he was in trouble. Mm -hmm. The boy was in big trouble. He had been acting out in school. And as a result of all of that, he found himself at the alternative school for some, for some, for some weeks. Mm -hmm. But in that time, it was his birthday. 
Okay. And so my son, being the amazing individual that he is, my husband was deployed downrange at that time. He was in Iraq serving. And um, so he comes and he says, you know, my birthday's coming up. This is what I want for my birthday. And he shows me these Jordans, a couple hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at you have the audacity. <laughs> Boy, do you know where you are? <laughs> and he was like, what? You are literally in trouble because you did wrong. And now you're at this alternative school. Why should I, why should me and your dad bless you with some very expensive shoes for your birthday? Mm-hmm. And his response was from the bottom of his heart, his deepest sincerity. He looked at me like I was stupid when he gave this response. <laughs> and he said, because I'm your son. Oh. And the Holy Spirit caught me. He said, see, that's how I want you to come to me. Yes. That's he powerful. understood who you are as his parent. He understood his position yes. of authority and inheritance as your child. And so he asked yes. of you for what he wanted because you have the uh, capacity and the ability to give it to him. My child taught me in a powerful revelation. And yes. so you know, That's if you're powerful. listening to this podcast, it does not matter if you are a son or a daughter of Jesus Christ. You yes. can come to him in the midst of your wrong. That's right. And ask anything. And as long as it's in alignment with his will for your life, you're gonna yes. he's gonna give it to you. That's right. He That's is powerful. going to give it to you. Like that did not excuse my son's bad behavior. His bad behavior was yes. his bad behavior. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't looking for me to say, you know, don't worry about your bad behavior. Mm-hmm. But he was looking to me to give him the gift that I had the ability to give him because we're his parents. Now, transparency, he did not get those Jordans, people of God. <laughs> 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 but neither did he get a spanking for asking me for yeah. them shoes. He did get some shoes. Yeah. Just one no shoes. Amen. Yeah. So, <laughs> I hear that you. was not in alignment with the it was not in alignment. His life, right? <laughs> but you know what? That but he so boldly acted though. Like you yeah. the look on his face was like, what that's a dumb question. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Yes. No, but you know what? That's so powerful because you know what? We don't always get it right either. Mm, As sons and daughters of of Christ, you know, of God. We don't always get it right, but he still loves us. He still loves us. And he's just waiting for us to come to him and say, Daddy, I need forgiveness or, you know, I need guidance. I need Mm -hmm. wisdom. And Mm -hmm. you know what? He's faithful to to give it. (laughs) Yes. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. And so, you know, you know, we are, we are word-based people. We're spirit-filled and spirit-led people. And, and this podcast is all about building, um, building people, whether, and a lot of our podcast listeners are not Christians and that that's 100% okay because the principles in life work. It doesn't matter who you believe in or don't believe in principles work. 
And that's right. That's a principle. You have not because you ask not. That's right. Right? Like, and in our business, we have not because we ask not. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you would have never got the one plot of land. You wouldn't have got the three plots if you hadn't did the due diligence to get that's the one. Right. That's right. Right? You wouldn't yep. have got the supermarket deal if you hadn't created the surveys and sent them out. That's right. Right? And as a result of that, you got the supermarket, right? Mm-hmm. You have not because you asked not. We have to understand the principles. And you were applying the principles. That's right. That, that is required. You were doing the work that was required in order for you to position yourself to be the blessing. You wouldn't have gotten... Um, the contact with the gentleman whose dad owns the grocery store. That's right. If you had not showed up at the market. That's right. Mm -hmm. If you had not shown up at the farmer's market and the $8 purchase blessed you. (laughs) Yes, it did. (laughs) An $8 purchase blessed you. And expanded my, and expanded my horizon. Come on now. (laughs) Come on now. So listen, people of God, we have to, we have to work the principles. And when we work the principles and we're seeking God to make sure that we're walking in alignment with his will, like the things that we're saying yes to are in alignment, the things that we're saying no to, we're supposed to say no to and allowing him to do the rest. Oh, you can't fail. Mm -hmm. You can't, there's no failure in God. There is absolutely no failure in God. You know, later on, I'm going to, I'm, well, I've made a post earlier today um, about failure. And what that means, there is no failure in God. There are learning lessons. There are learning lessons, but there's no failure in God. Um, There's a quote by a gentleman named Gary Buzzy. And he says that failing, it stands for finding an important lesson, inviting needed growth. Mm -hmm. That blessed me, girl. It stands for finding an important lesson inviting needed growth. And and that's a quote from Gary Bussey. Principles. Mm -hmm. Shifting your mindset. Shifting your mindset. And these are some of the things that Ms. Robin has blessed us with this evening, you guys. I know. Listen, we've shared some great things on tonight. And some of you guys are probably driving and doing, you know, if you're a mom and a wife, you're multitasking while you're listening to this podcast. It's a podcast. So you have the beauty of being able to restart it when you have time, sit down, take some copious notes and apply these principles, begin to apply these principles to your life and make sure that you reach out to Miss Robin. Miss Robin, before we close out, please uh, let our listeners know what you have going on right now and how can they get in contact with you? Yes. Well, you can find me at robinmichellewilson.com. And you can also reach out to me at the Resolute Strategist at robinmichellewilson.com. Those are two ways to reach out to me. And you can also follow me. I encourage you to follow me on LinkedIn, as well as on Facebook and on Instagram at Robin M. Wilson. That's Robin R-O-B-I-N-M as in Michelle Wilson. Listen, I just learned something new tonight. I did not know your middle name was Michelle. 
Yes. Because <laughs> we like each other because that is my middle name. That's so awesome. <laughs> yes. So I guess I learned something new too. I did not know that. That is so awesome. Yes. I, I've, <laughs> we're twinning. We're twinning, right? Like you always yeah. include your middle initial in your name. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. And I was like, oh, look at God. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's so awesome. Yes. Yes. So, yes. Again. You. Thank you so much for your yes. Thank you for being a great guest on the podcast tonight. And I look forward to having you back again soon and possibly yeah. even doing a LinkedIn live together and see how we can fit that into our 2023 schedule. That sounds so we good. can, you know, continue to bless uh, and share wisdom and guidance from our experiences and our journey. So thank you so much. I appreciate you for I appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate you as well. Thank you for having me on. No problem. No problem. Listen, guys, this has been another amazing episode of Laquita's Toolbox. You guys be blessed and have an amazing rest of your day. Take care. God bless.